Hello and welcome. You're listening to the You Do Woo podcast, and I'm your host, Allison Cullen. I'm a mom with a background in business and counseling, but I've always been tapped into the more woo-woo side of everyday life. I'm here to take you on an exploration of your spirituality, give you helpful life hacks, help you on this evolution through motherhood, and give you a weekly dose of useful woo. If you need your cup filled, your mind expanded, and you want to increase your manifestation abilities at the same time, you've come to the right place. Let's get started. Hello and Happy New Year, everybody. If you don't know what the heck I'm talking about, you might not have listened to last week's episode, and that is okay. I will explain. You might want to go back and listen after you listen to this one. So this is all about September being the spiritual new year, and I'm going to give you six, yes, six tips to have the best, this is what I'm naming the podcast episode, the craziest in a good way, September ever. Before we get into those six tips, I wanted to give y'all a quick update. The first annual You Do Woo retreat is in Austin in two weeks, a little over two weeks from today that this episode is coming out. I do actually have one more spot left for the whole weekend. If you want to grab that, send me a DM on Instagram at You Do Woo. And if you happen to be a local Texan, or maybe you're in Texas for that weekend and want to just drive a few hours to Austin, please reach out to me because I have a limited number of spots for one of our special events on Saturday. You won't get to do the whole weekend with us, but you can sit in for one of our events. And I would love to have you. So either way, if you want to come for the whole weekend and grab that last spot, or if you want to join us for the event on Saturday, the 30th, I would love to have you. Just DM me and I'll get you the details. Okay. Listening to last week's episode, if you haven't done so yet, you can continue with this one and then go back and listen after. I wanted to expand on this idea of September being our spiritual new year. I actually researched this a little bit, and please anyone who knows more about any of these religions or cultures, if I'm wrong, please DM me and let me know, and I can make sure to correct myself and let you guys know. But in doing a quick search, I found out that apparently several different groups actually celebrate their new year in September. The Jewish New Year is in September, as well as Ethiopians and Egyptians celebrate the New Year in September. Orthodox Christians consider September as the New Year, and Romans did as well before the introduction of the Julian calendar in 45 BC. So that's interesting to note. That being said, I wanted to put out a quick episode this week with a few tips on how to increase the potency of this spiritual New Year season, especially given the fact that time is speeding up right now. More info on that in last week's episode as well. And any intentions that you set right now can happen at a much faster pace than they have for you in the past, even the past few months. So here are six tips all of which I am personally doing this month as well. Some of them I've already done. Most of them I have not already done. So 
we can be accountable to each other. I'm going to keep you all updated on Instagram with my progress. And that's how I'm going to be accountable to myself is sharing it with y'all. But if you want to just increase the potency of this, share this episode with a friend and be accountability buddies for this as well. So you make sure to get them done. So here we go. If you're able to take notes, do, if not, listen through and then come back later, fast forward like five minutes or so. I'll put some of this in the show notes and I'm going to put a few resources in here and I'll make sure I put those in the show notes as well. But you might want to come back and take notes on these. Here we go. Six tips for having the craziest September ever in a good way. Number one, declutter and clear out your physical space. September started out really crazy for me health-wise. We had strep throat throughout our house. We passed it to each other. Real fun. I think I know how we got it now. (laughs) Caroline is obsessed with seashells and snail shells. Maybe this isn't how we got it. If you're a doctor or a PA or something, tell me how you get strep. I don't, I think it's just from bacteria and you end up getting it in your throat. But when we were driving her to school this morning, she had some shells in her hand. She goes, well, this one is clean because I cleaned it at school. I go, oh, do you have a little place you can take it to the sink and clean it? She goes, no, we clean it with our mouths. I was like, cool. That's how we all got strapped this past week. Anyways, so that's how September started for me. And so I immediately went and looked at my gene key, the one that is attached to what keeps me healthy. This is very interesting. I'm making a point here by the way, stay with me. So my radiance gene key, what keeps me healthy is gene key 47. It says, one of the most important things for you is your past. You have a need to know and see where you have come from so that you can see where you might be going. However, there is a fine line between being enriched by the past and holding on to the past. You are a constantly changing being, so you need to let go of the places and things that define you too solidly. Every time you go through a major shift in your life, it is important to move on by letting the past go. This especially concerns the place you live and your material possessions. No object or place can define who you are because you are too rich and fluid to be trapped by anything in the world around you. You need to throw away or give away anything that no longer resonates with who you are now. This also applies to any mental concepts you may have. They also need a regular clean out. As you learn to do this, you will feel much lighter as you move throughout the world. This is something I have been putting off, decluttering, getting rid of things from my past, getting rid of old clothes, all the things. And I'm having health issues because of it. So that is going to be number one for me. Declutter and clear out your physical space. Number two, take a look at your vision board and update it if necessary. Mine that I created in January 2023 is only halfway done, so I need to take some time to finish it this month. And what's crazy is that half of it has already come into reality. I've never had that happen before, not within the year. So that's pretty cool. Also listen into last week's episode number 154 and put some images of your next level self that I talk about 
onto your vision board. Okay, number three, set goals and intentions for the rest of 2023 for the next 12 months or the next three and a half years or a little of all of those, whatever resonates most for you. On to number four, make it a priority to really hone in on your decision-making process this month. Go revisit your authority in human design. I will put the link below in the show notes for my episode on authority. If you haven't dug into that yet, it's a short and sweet episode and it's very, very valuable, especially with this tip that I'm giving. So go revisit your authority in human design and set an intention to follow it as much as possible for the rest of this month. Number five, put systems and structures in place that simplify your life and serve you in creating more ease and flow. Just to create like a system or a flow or something like that to make it to where things happen and things get done that you don't even have to think about. So for an example, I'm going to make sure that I start creating sort of a schedule a system for my podcast recordings. I did that for a little while and then I took off most of the summer from a good like six weeks of the summer from recording podcast episodes. And that was nice. And I intend on doing that again next summer, most likely. But I sort of got out of the rhythm of batching or creating the intros for them or making sure I had the next quarter or six months set up and making sure that I had like a system for doing the show notes, a system for getting it to my producer, a timeline for getting the Instagram post, Instagram story done. So I have help with all of that now. And I just need to create a system where it's like everything is done on Friday and sent off. And then the show comes out on Wednesday and I do my posts on Wednesday, period. And then maybe Thursday, I do an email about it. Or Wednesday, I do an email about it. I'm not sure. But I'm going to start getting that system put in place. And I'm going to do a brain dump of like what feels best, what feels most feasible. Do I want to be working on Friday to get these things done? Or should I make sure it's done on Thursday so that there's enough time? And if I want to take off on Fridays, I can. Like all of those kind of things. This is something I've been learning is so magical from my friend Denise Christensen. Her episode that I had with her was episode 150. She's awesome. She does talk about her group that she has that is big on creativity and play and all of that kind of stuff, but she's also a guru on systems. So connect with her if you need help with systems and she you can probably jump into her membership and she can help you with that. And then finally, number six, the sixth tip for you. I want you to take 30 minutes and create a true desires list. I know that money has been an interesting theme coming up in the collective in the past few months. Even with those with a lot of money in their bank accounts and investment accounts, there's just some collective fear going on, some collective scarcity. And this is something we talk about in the prosperity process workshop definitely see the show notes. You must walk through that masterclass if you haven't yet. It's a 60-minute masterclass, and then we had 30 minutes of Q&A. So if you just want to watch the 60 minutes of the info, you can. And then if you want to watch the 30 minutes of the Q&A later, you totally can. So you must walk through that masterclass. I'll put it in the show notes below. 
if you haven't yet, because so much is going to be changing over the next few years in regards to money in the new paradigm. And you're going to want this information sooner rather than later. So you can start implementing it. So make it a point to go watch that this month. And then also either before or after you do the workshop, do this short journaling exercise. So if money could take care of all of your problems, I know it doesn't, but sometimes we think it does, and it can solve a lot of things so long as you know that there's still some work to be done on your behalf and some energetic work and some spiritual work and all that kind of stuff. So if money could take care of all of your problems and you had more money than you knew what to do with, and here's a little bit of a zinger to help make sure you're not wanting things from ego. If anything you purchased, whether it was a physical thing or an experience, would never be known or seen by others. Meaning if you wanted this huge mansion, but no one could ever come visit you to see it. Not that you're not ever allowed to see people again, but you're, you know, nobody knows that you own it. So it's just for you to enjoy, not for the ego, the keeping up with the Joneses vibe. So if no one would ever like know that you had that or it would never be seen by others, meaning you're not wanting it to impress anyone or have any external validation at all. What would you definitely want right now? What would be your true heart's desires? And a good way to think about this too is like things that you would really want if you knew that it wouldn't be bad for other people, like it would be for the best of all, for the good of all collective. And it's not from ego. It's not from other people knowing you have these things or experiences. Like if you want to take a trip to Greece, what if you can't document it with your phone to show it on Instagram, but you have the pictures to have for your own memories? Like, why do you want that trip, right? So I want you to make that true desires list. That's like a really, really big deal. And actually putting pen to paper and doing this right now is going to be incredibly potent because of what we talked about in last week's episode. That's all I have for you. Those six tips. See all of the resources in the show notes because I'm going to link everything. And DM me if you have any questions. I'll see you all next week. Thank you so very much for tuning in to another episode of You Do Woo. I know that you already have a very full life and that there are literally millions of podcasts that you could be listening to. So I'm super grateful to you for being a loyal listener. And I'm so grateful for you sharing your favorite episodes with friends and family members. That is how we are able to serve more people and raise the collective consciousness and really get the word out on a bunch of these fun spiritual topics that we're talking about. I would love to connect with you. Send me a DM on Instagram at yudowoo, all one word. I'd love to hear how you loved today's episode and just a little bit about you. I can't wait to connect. Another Sound Off Media Company podcast. It's said that the more time you have to invest, the greater the return. Well, guess what? Kids have the most time if we learn to invest early. That's why I created the Cash Kid Podcast, where I teach kids and some adults financial skills they need to know on how to earn, save, and invest their money. Join me on this journey as we interview experts and explore topics that allow you to grow your money as kids. This podcast will help you become the money expert among your family and friends. Just remember, anyone can be a Cash Kid. You just have to learn how to become one. 
Get ready to grow your financial knowledge and your wallet with the Cash Kid Podcast.